0: Hello, my name is Wes Otis, and this is our dead drop after show, or I guess morgue show or after vampires. party, post-mortem, post-mortem, Ooh, post-mortem. post-mortem. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think we've used memo- that before. To...
1: memo Mori. Mori? What's that? Oh, Memento thing. Mori. I was so close. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so let's just reintroduce the people real quick and the characters they were playing. We're going to talk a little bit about the last season, you know, just. Thoughts and all that. Let's start with Michelle.
2: Hey, I'm Michelle. And I was playing Sofia Vallardes, who was the hacker and the cleaner and, uh, you know, general uh, person bathed in blood who lives in a van.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) B.
1: Hey all, Be Zelda, and I played Decker Black, who was scripted as the face and the muscle, who ended up mostly just being a frustrating himbo. <laughs> I like
3: himbos that. are amazing. Yeah, like, I, don't, I mean, frustrating in in universe, but like <laughs> yes. in in metaverse where we're at, I just want to say. himbos
1: forever (laughs) okay yes i stand that
4: all right so uh (laughs) saint hello i'm saint or saint spider and i was playing our resident kind of doctor but uh, also murderer Layla soto and yes she was a bit dry a bit pragmatic a bit withheld but uh you know ended up uh, kind of kind of breaking some of those barriers
0: kind of. uh, I thought there were some good arcs in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting. (laughs) Pooja.
3: Hi, I am Pooja. She, her. I played Asha, also she, her, who um, was our explosives expert and a very different person in this timeline than she had been previously.
0: (laughs) So just to give the listeners some background when we started this we actually recorded four episodes and we just i decided that i wasn't happy with the flow and i felt like i hadn't really captured what the genre was so we kind of went back and redid those four and i think that was a a good idea because i feel like this was a a lot of fun and it, it turned out to be you know even though Saint is saying that the, she's very dry and, and whatever. I feel like there was a lot of growth. I feel like there was total arcs, so...
1: Oh, my God. The finale? Asha and Layla, they finally had that, like, a beautiful, like, friendship? Is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. From we, frenemies to
1: friends. <laughs> yeah. <you> exactly.
0: <laughs> and I feel like Decker also kind of, like, went from being... I'm gonna say snotty to Layla. <laughs> yeah. He was a
1: bit of a brat. He was a brat. Yes. Yes. No, absolutely. From the start. Like refusing to acknowledge like your doctorate and just like, you know, high society people. To just like completely having your back and like the two of them were just fantastic combat friends. Like it <laughs> everything and like from the start, I feel <laughs> like everybody kind of trusted Sophia. And Sophia was clutch in.
2: So many technical situations where all of us would have just been brain dead. I was so glad to have the technical situations because, man, my fighting was not there. <laughs> no hand-to- hand, no weapons, no nothing. It was bad.
3: Like I mean, there's a reason why I always prepped explosives.: I love that: <laughs> And it's because I, I had a little bit of shooting and
1: literally no other combat skills.. Dang. <laughs> Dang, I only had combat skills, nothing else. <laughs> like, the explosive savant for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did Sophia end up shooting anything? Like, was she ever successful in hitting anything? I think I hit
2: the shoulder of somebody. (laughs) Hey, that counts. (laughs) Maybe. That counts. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So for each person, let's ask a couple of questions here. What was your favorite interaction between either you and another player or you and an NPC? Anybody anybody can start off and jump in.
1: I mean, I loved... uh, You called Decker bratty with Layla, but I think it Mm -hmm. was just like... (laughs) I, I played it almost like a sibling rival, rivalry kind of vibe. Yeah, because I think our what are we? What are the bonds we built at the beginning? Like we had worked together, and like I knew that you were better at your job than me, and I was just like so unhappy about it, so just like grudging.
4: Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, the the bonds were originally like basically. Yeah, there's envy, very right? kind of like in in. I guess my technical skill, but I also right. wrote in my bonds originally that like, I did not recognize why you felt that way. And I thought it was kind of weird, like the whole time. So yeah, the, that's why I guess kind of like the sibling dynamic worked out. Cause it's like, I know they feeling this is silly, like from my perspective yes. as Layla. Yeah. I'd be like, why are you like this? You played it so well. You didn't fight. You fought back, but you didn't. Yeah, it's just like you know. so much of the Layla's like, how much of this is worth my time? Mm -hmm. And that's really what I was uh, trying to play up. It's like, bro, like we murder people like, okay, you're jealous. Like, okay. I scalped someone once like, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So jealous.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, like, like the whole, the sentence, I love the, I've, you know asha was like i taught kids how to use bombs i'm like oh <laughs> jesus
3: <laughs> i worked for the cia what do you want from me <laughs> That's like...
0: less child killing
3: um <laughs> didn't say children died <laughs> they just learned how to she
1: use explosives so they're practicing explosive. the safety yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Like, <laughs> if you
3: want to be able to exit a locked room appropriately
1: <laughs> oh my goodness
3: <laughs> sometimes all you have is a little c4 <laughs> oh i'm so going on some kind of watch list this is going to be a problem
0: (laughs) well luckily this comes out after you come and go i think so well no maybe not
3: (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh Um, but either way i want to say how much i loved decker's ma oh
2: Uh, decker and their mom like
3: just so good and so like (laughs) so perfect
1: Hmm. we had a lot of chaos and sadness going around so it was a small opportunity to inject a little bit of wholesomeness yeah of course you know you put her in danger west but like (laughs) how could you not she's the perfect little old lady i get it
0: well what's interesting is it's very difficult like you don't want to be i was talking to jay about this once jay jay Jay's an actual professional writer for shows and stuff, and we were talking about tropes, and he's like, "Yeah, I love tropes because they're they're shorthand for what you do when you're writing for TV and whatever." And it, it is very true that like you want to try to avoid bad tropes as much as possible, but you also have to use some tropes, and you know. Well, and the good tropes are still tropes for a
2: reason, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's just
3: because it's a trope doesn't mean it's automatically trite or bad or tired. It just means that here is the framework that we culturally know. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So are you playing into that framework? Are you playing against that framework? Are you subverting the framework? Like, all of those things are valid.
0: But the reality is there's no way... That Jenny would have been able to keep your mom secret. She wasn't an uh, agent.
1: I know. It was literally somebody I met completely. They were just hanging yeah. out
0: smoking on their deck. Uh, yeah, just hanging. Well, the f- funny thing about Jenny for me was I was like, okay, what if Jenny's just a really nice person?
1: That's kind of the vibe that I got. There was nothing up about them, they weren't like a secret agent.
0: No, they're just no. really nice. You Sometimes you run into just really nice people. And, you know, she's obviously had a hard life, mm-hmm. and but she genuinely wanted to help you out. And that just seemed like the way to go with that particular character, you know? I
1: liked that. I liked that there was no, like, hidden skeletons in,
0: in her closet or anything. No agendas or anything. Yeah. It was really nice. What about you, Michelle? What was your favorite interaction
2: I had, I had a couple, I think watching the friendship between Layla and Asha grow that arc there was really, really nice because, you know, they went from, well, you're the only person I can think to call in this situation to, I trust you with my life, you know? And the other one I think was Asha and her relationship with Kane and how she kept like being very just very fiercely independent and like no screw you i'm gonna be my own person and and just some some of the ways she interacted with him i just like
0: that how did you feel about you know when we did our zero we talked about how the vampires were gonna be do you feel like we accomplished some of those goals from zero or do you feel like we went off too far into the supernatural realm
4: I think we accomplished it. We talked about a whole spectrum of potential side effects and features and all like, since it's a drug, how different iterations would cause different things. So I think it was
2: right on the money. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything to add there. It was like. Yeah. Yeah. It was just enough supernatural and just enough science. And yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It was cool. You know, with vampires, it's really difficult to avoid certain tropes and things and whatever. So I thought the able thing would at least give it enough of a twist that it would be interesting. It wouldn't be like, you know, okay, Dracula or whatever. Like I knew I couldn't make C count dracula or count or whatever the second that asha said (laughs) i thought he
3: was like literally for a long time i thought he was literally the baron's dad because we looked into that history or whatever
0: same yeah and the thing is is the second i was like okay i need to subvert that somehow so that it's more of a shock down the way Well, and at least it
2: wasn't just like yeah it wasn't the count you know whatever and it wasn't just like Chris you know like some random <laughs> person Chuck,
0: <laughs> Chuck the Vampire
1: I'm dead oh my god that's the game I need oh. Chuck the Vampire they call him
3: Court short so for Courtney because he comes from an old line of British vampires and
4: they're <laughs> straight up just calling him Christian <laughs>
0: Christian irony that's on the nose. I guess my next question is for each of you, obviously this was a little bit more edgy of a game with how our players acted. Evil people do really evil things and players don't, but this time there was some stuff that, you know, from your past and everything, how was it playing characters that were kind of anti-heroes and, you know, mercenary and into money and okay with a little killing. Like, how did that feel as actors, I guess, or as players?
1: This is my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it felt very natural. Yeah, I it. I very much, you made the, you made the killing easy. Uh, <laughs> you gave us very unlikable enemies that were... Comfortably irredeemable. Like it's not like I was like, oh, I should really look for a way to make you a redeemable person. It's like, nah, you're a racist piece of shit. I think you should die. Or like we, there were, yeah, yeah. Um, the, I'm I'm just thinking back to the people in the truck, um, who were giving up their blood for money, and how we had that moment. It was like, wow, should we let them go? Do we interrupt? And we just let them be. So we're not morally corrupt. We just killed those who don't really um, register as valuable in 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 my books, at least.
0: True. I also felt like you all came from sordid backgrounds. But even though all of you were willing to do horrible things, but you kind of made this story shift of, you know, yeah, I'm used to doing X, Y and Z, but I need to do this to help the greater good at this point, as opposed to this is just a job. I think the feeling I had was, oh, this needs to get done because this is important.
1: I know I pushed the angle a few times. Like, if we don't stop these, uh, the drugs right now, they're going to go onto the streets. And like, I can't have that affect my communities. So like, I pushed that angle a lot. But yeah, that's a really interesting comment, how it became... Like at first it was a job and then it was like, no, we got
0: like really, well, important. and you were absolutely, yeah. Decker was absolutely right in that, you know, mm-hmm. cause who's going to, who's going to get affected. That was part of the thing is like, you have all these rich assholes who have control over everything and they're going to push out a inferior drug to test it on a bunch of poor people who have no civilians. idea what, what's hitting them, <gasps> you know? So we've seen that in
1: history and it doesn't go well. So no, it
4: doesn't. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: Try to take a personal stance against that one. (laughs) Well,
4: I was just going to just add on and say, yeah, for for me being kind of moral-ish or or taking into account, hey, is this going to, is this necessary? Like, we've already done a lot of excessive death and violence and stuff. So like, I don't know. I, I feel like that was part of Layla's thing where it's like, this is not necessary or let's try not. And then also Thaddeus dying was kind of like, Ah, uh, shit! Like I don't know. I feel I feel as though Layla, even though I don't think I had to express it that much, she felt more post thaddeus death than she thought she would. Um, yeah. And I was gonna try to save him, but then he evaporated. <laughs> he Yeah, so he had far. to go and dissolve. Yeah, that was definitely like floor yeah, blood. Saying- <laughs> Lick it, <laughs> Pooja. I want to know. Yeah,
1: your your kind of vibes on the morality of our party.
3: Well, like because your character had like obviously the most connections community-wise but like then on the other hand you had sophia who i just wanted to call out like the linchpin that you were this entire campaign because like for all the like van person jokes right like <laughs> between the connections and the way that you were able to like plan and target things and you always had this kind of like vision of what you wanted to happen. And I loved that. And and it rained. It like kept the rest of us grounded. Because yes. like obviously I'm spiraling off with all of my
4: personal shit.
3: <laughs> and Decker is Decker. The himbo. And then Layla could like go either way. But
4: I was about to say I'm not spiraling.
2: What? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you really were that like. You know
2: that linchpin. That kept the whole machine running. I you know, personally am not too much of a tactician but <laughs> you know i like i like having characters who are because it just gives me a chance to kind of explore very creative solutions to problems and sometimes i have characters who are not tacticians and they're just like i don't know but it was fun playing somebody who is i was sending Wes little messages in mm-hmm. chat going do these vampires digest and he's like <laughs> what what <laughs> and i'm like Oh, that's the best what yeah i'm like for? do they digest i'm like well and i and i told him what my plan was was if i put trackers into a bag of blood if they digest the tracker's gonna pass through but if they don't <laughs> digest the tracker's gonna stay there so i was like if they don't digest we've got a way to get a tracker into them if oh, we're not killing
3: so them yeah that was just genius like genius
0: well i guess that that also leads to the other question of like Okay so in normal horror situations, you're dealing mostly with normal people. I mean you you might have somebody who might be a cop or might be a detective or might be a, a doctor or something but it's very rare to be in a game except for maybe you know Delta Green or this where you're an agent who has all of these, stats and and abilities and everything else to kind of go on did you like having that feel to it did it take away from the horror knowing that you could kill these things if you fought hard enough
4: no i think they just gave us more tools i just felt like uh instead of usually with a horror game or with a game where it's like you're starting from zero you just are like oh like action's going to happen a lot faster. That's yeah, which comforts mm-hmm. me. Cause it's like, oh, great. I don't have to like figure out a way to make my character. Okay. With doing the stuff I know I have to do for this game. Right. So it was just like, good, already done. You were reminded us a couple of times I I was so used to playing like kind of a, a less than super capable <laughs> person. So, yeah, it was like it was interesting. I found the hardest thing was to remind myself that I am at that caliber and can act that way. Because I, I think I've, you know, I haven't played too many games, but the games I have played more often than not, I'm like, OK, OK, like I'm I'm a bit more amateur right now. I'm a bit more, you know, pedestrian
0: i don't know i mean you've been with us now for a year and a half you've played quite a few games at this point <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's feel it feels so quick i'm like i'm just wow it's just life it goes it's by to lives
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: how about for the rest of you what do you feel did you same kind of thing oh like, i loved it yeah okay. i love
1: options yeah. i love creative killing options mm-hmm. and creative problem solving solutions And honestly, I feel like the difference
3: between having like a classic Call of Cthulhu situation where you're just regular people and you are all most likely going to die or be in like a complete meltdown by the end of it is that the stakes are, were raised like with our level and then the stakes were raised and then, you know, so it matched up. So rather than feeling like we completely took out all the tension, it's like, we're still dealing with things that we had no idea how to face them. They overpowered us in every way. So how are we going to deal with that? And then the solution like kind of presented itself and we were able to work with it, but in the end, we still really only survived because of luck.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I mean, the fact if, like I said, if, uh, if you guys hadn't hit that three, which is attack, and, and just so everybody knows, um, and I might put this in that episode as well, I was using my Resolve stuff because I don't use the the mental illness stuff or the mental health things that, you know, in the games. So that's why – that's not a gumshoe thing. That's a 12-side a story thing. Well, I, you know, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you all enjoyed it. I felt like there were some, you know, um, I was – worried about doing the able thing, but I thought it was a cool twist and I think it worked out fine. So, but I really appreciate all the effort and obvious talent that you all bring to the table. It's, it was a lot of fun. And I think that, you know, I think that I, I could see not doing a second season of this, but I could see us coming back and doing different agents and maybe mixing it up with new types of vampires, like maybe alien vampires or
2: Ooh.
0: I mean the the Baron is still alive. I was
3: okay, about to say yeah. the Baron is out there and I'm sure wants revenge upon everyone. Literally I, you
0: everyone. Know... I am not against a second season at some point. I'm not saying that. I forgot about the Baron and I could totally use that. <gasps> as he was season. my
1: favorite vampire. I'm <laughs> only saying that because he made out with you. Yeah. Totally. Himbo for
2: life.
0: <laughs> before, before I sign off real quick, I, I will say that, that that was the other part that was really hard because I had to really, there was a really fine line to tread with this blacked out memory loss that Pooja's character had that I had to be very like, okay, I talking about bad tropes. I didn't, you know, it's missed time. She wakes up, she's got blood everywhere. Things were alluded to, but not necessarily, you know, everything's kind of murky. Vampires as sexual beings is something that has always been part of them. It's the Victorian fear of sex, literally. And, you know, I think that that is something that you have to have a group that can work together, that knows each other. I would not run this at a con. I would not sit down with five people I don't know and run this game, you know, and without setting out very specific, look, this shit's not going to happen.
3: And I think it's worth saying that Wes and I talked about what those boundaries would be, where those plot lines were going what i was comfortable with what i wasn't comfortable with so it wasn't like any of this was a surprise or sprung but also like that we had boundaries established going in and not boundaries that like were based on a prior relationship but boundaries that we talked about in specific to this game
0: yeah absolutely i think that you know having safety tools in horror games is really important even if you know everybody really well you never know when something's going to go wrong so you have to you have to be ready for that and you can't you can't play at the edges and do really like interesting stories with fucked up people without having that that in place cuz it can it can be bad so but overall i think it went re- really well and i really appreciate everybody Just making a a great show i had a lot of fun so i think we can wrap it up and thank you all so much for listening to this season we will see if the baron comes back for his revenge and uh you know i think next week we're coming out with the Pooja's first show with us which is going to be city of mist and i'm looking forward to that because i get to be a player again so you know, it's been a little while since I've gotten to play. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Let's find out where everybody is. Let's start with Saint.
4: Hello, I'm Saint or Saint Spider. And uh, you can find me uh, just kind of existing on the internet on Twitter at Saint Spider TV. So that's S A
2: I N T S P I D E R TV. Thank you. Hey, you can find me on that bird app as Mishulu. That's at M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects if you subscribe through BattleBards.
1: Hello, all. As always, I have been your non-binary Busy Bee. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda or Instagram as at B underscore Zelda underscore or TikTok if you really want to as at B underscore Zelda. Nope, it's just B Zelda. I do TTRPG things. I stream... I write sometimes, but uh, mostly hang out on the community of Adventurers League for D&D Wizards of the Coast. Hi, I'm Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at
3: LA Girl. That's L A D E S I girl. Pretty much all the other socials is forgotten saves. You can follow me to find out where I'm going to be, where I have been, where I would like to be, and where my cats would like to be on Twitter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and i am Wes Sotis. you can find me at plate mail games on twitter uh if you want to find the podcast which you already have but i'm going to tell you anyway you can find us on twitter at 12 sided stories the number 12 and then sided stories and then on instagram the same thing 12 sided stories the number and then spelled out 12 sided for our website if you'd like to help out check out our patreon or coffee Uh, You can support us there. You get a lot of great. You can also give us a shout out on social media or give us five stars on your favorite platform and let us know why you like the shows. Also check us out on Tuesday nights for Providence Decayed or whatever game we're playing at the time on Twitch at six o'clock Pacific time. Thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next week with a new story. Bye.
3: Bye.